Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. We'll have Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Happy okay-ish Wednesday. Guess what today is? Well, you probably already know because it's all over the news, but it is, yes, the anniversary of the COVID pandemic hitting the United States. We made it. Actually, it's interesting. January 30th of last year was when the World Health Organization declared COVID as a global health emergency. And it wasn't until March 11th when the World Health Organization declared it as a global pandemic. But I think the dates, the anniversary dates vary depending on where you live. So for example, where I live in Rochester, New York, our first COVID case was March 11th. Schools shut down on March 16th. I closed my office and went virtual on March 18th, not until two days later. But March 16th was basically that the shutdown date up here. And so I'm sure we all have varying degrees of the anniversary date, but most people that I know around me hover right around today, which is St. Patrick's Day. So before we get into it, just a reminder, any questions, comments, ideas, or just to say hi, check out me on Instagram at Mary Ellen Dance. Also, if you haven't done this yet, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Yeah, great. All right, so the year anniversary of COVID. Ugh, I feel like that's all I have to say. Just kidding. I always have more to say, but... I imagine we are all remembering last year, right? All news stations are all about talking about this and reflecting back on it, which as annoying as it may seem, it's important. It's really important to reflect because we have all been through a collective trauma. And as much as we want to just like forget about it, it's really important to be able to process that. And by process that, I mean talk about it. Can that be a little depressing? Yeah, I know it can be for me, right? Like I, this has made me think about how back a year ago, I thought it was going to be two weeks, right? None of us really knew what shutdown meant or quarantine meant, right? I thought, okay, we'd be shut down for two weeks and then wipe this out and life would be normal. Holy cow, was I naive, (laughs) That Sunday, March 15th of last year, I remember I was at like a bar restaurant and secret about me, I love eating out. I love it. I love the social aspect of it. I love the food aspect of it. I'm not a good cook, nor do I enjoy cooking. So I love eating out. And that day, I remember everyone was talking about COVID, but Again, nobody really knew what was happening, right? Remember, we were super naive back then. But I remember I asked my waitress, wait, can they like shut down restaurants? And the waitress was like, I don't think so. 
Well, less than 24 hours later, the joke was on us. But the point of me sharing this is we all have stories like that. We all have these types of memories and all have the the memories of not really knowing what we were actually facing. And you know what? Thank goodness we didn't know what we were actually facing. Like, I'm actually kind of thankful for how naive I was because it was scary enough, right? It was so scary enough back then. But if I was told a year ago, on top of like the unknown and the scariness, if I was told, buckle up for the long haul, I think I would have lost it even more than I did. So it's important that we all have these stories and it's important to share and process. Sharing and processing helps our brains to store information in like a nice, clean, healthy way rather than to have it all bottled up. So as much as you might not want to talk about it, it's important to talk about it a little bit. And while we're on this topic of sharing our stories from a year ago, I want us all, every single person, I want us all to celebrate ourselves. Seriously. If you had told us a year ago what would have happened, we first of all probably wouldn't have believed it. And we most definitely would not have thought that we could get through it. You guys, we are freaking resilient. And that's something to be celebrated. Holy cow. I have had a lot of clients recently tell me things like, I'm just surviving, getting through the day. Heck yeah, we are. (laughs) We have all transitioned in a thousand different ways, and that's really difficult to do. So if you've gained weight, or if your kid is failing French, or if you lost a job, or whatever is going on that you're being hard on yourself about right now, I don't care. Remember that above all else, you have survived. I do care about those things, but for the purpose of my point, (laughs) we've gotten through it. We all have. And look at us now, right? Hopefully we're a little bit smarter. Hopefully we're a little bit more grateful. And hopefully we are a heck of a lot proud of ourselves. All right, so now that we're all feeling way more than okay-ish and actually pretty badass for getting through of a year of a global pandemic, I want to share some tips on how to manage this anniversary. I'm going to share four tips that will hopefully help to manage if this anniversary is kind of bringing up some negative feelings, bringing up some depressive feelings, because it can do that, right? As much as I would love all of us to be celebrating all the time, it can bring up some nasty feelings. So... The first tip that I want to share about how to manage this anniversary is to be flexible. What I mean by that is some of you might be thinking, I don't need tips. Like, I feel fine. That's awesome. But recognize that that may not always be the case. Right? I talk to people all the time who feel mostly okay, but then every so often a wave will hit them like, holy cow, I can't handle this. So be flexible with yourself. Recognize that you may be okay or that week, a month, a year from then, negative emotions might come bubbling up. And being able to be flexible with ourselves and knowing that that's normal for our emotions to kind of go up and down like that is really, really important. Which brings me to tip number two. Your emotions are okay. 
It's okay to feel whatever you feel. So much of the time, we as humans try to ignore our emotions. We try to fight them. We try to not feel them because we're too busy, because they're uncomfortable, because it's not fun. But guess what? Feelings are just feelings. They aren't good or bad, right or wrong. Sure, some feelings I enjoy feeling better than others, right? I'd rather feel happy than sad. But that doesn't mean that those nasty or uncomfortable feelings are bad. They just are. They just exist. And I like to describe feelings as waves. Waves come and go. And sometimes a wave crashes on you and knocks you over. Sometimes feelings crash on us and knock us over. And sometimes we can kind of like pleasantly ride the waves, right? But they come and go. And whatever you're feeling is okay to feel. Again, it's not, if you're feeling great, that's not wrong. If you're feeling bad, that's not wrong. We just have to be flexible with that and manage that and recognize that feelings are okay to feel. All right, that brings me to tip number three. Stop trying to figure out how to cope by listening to others. Okay, let me explain myself because that probably sounds hypocritical. (laughs) What I mean is just because someone else is coping by turning to exercise or diving into work or starting meditation or whatever it is, does not mean that that's right for you. It's important to figure out what is, in fact, right for you. So, for example, like if you're feeling angry and you don't like feeling angry because it sucks, but you listen to tip number two just now and know that feelings are not right or wrong or good or bad, But ultimately, you want to try to help yourself feel better. And someone tells you that, you know, you should really journal. But you don't like journaling. So you angrily pick up your journal because it's supposed to help. Do you see where I'm going with this? (laughs) It's not going to work, right? So yes, it's important to get ideas from others, learn from others. But remember to figure out what works for you. Maybe what works for you is laying in bed all day, ever so often. Maybe what works for you is just ignoring that it's the anniversary because you're feeling okay. It's whatever works for you. And then tip number three is like a two-part tip. The second part is to not judge what works for you. If you haven't been able to dive into work or you haven't been able to go to the gym or, you know, like your kid is failing French, like I mentioned before, We have to figure out what works for us. And if something's working for us, great. Keep doing that. So another example of this is I hate meditation. Oh, and I know the benefits and I think it's important. And I tell other people to try it, but I hate it. It is not the best coping skill for me. So if somebody came to me and said, you should cope with a year anniversary of COVID by meditating, That wouldn't work for me, right? And for so, so long, I tried to meditate because I felt pressure to like, quote unquote, do good at meditating. And then I would try and then I would hate it and then be mad at myself that other people could do it and that I couldn't. And then I was worried that there was something wrong with me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a therapist. I need to know how to meditate. And oh my gosh, That cycle certainly did not make me feel any better, right? So this is all about figuring out what's going to work for you. So 
if you look at tip number one and then you look at tip number two and recognize your emotions are okay and try to get in touch with what you're feeling, that's going to be a really good indicator of what you need to do for tip number three. Whether you need to do something to manage your emotions, whether you need to address your emotions, it's going to be a good indicator. Our feelings are really good indicators of the next step of what we do. And then it's important to not judge what works for us. Just figure it out. All right. And so for my final tip of how to manage the year anniversary of COVID, do not go down the what if path. I'm going to repeat that. Do not, no matter what you do, go down the what if path. Okay. So it's been a year and it's so easy to turn that into, holy cow, what if we haven't even progressed a year from now? Or what if another strain is worse than this one and it just gets worse? All of those what ifs are literally a recipe for disaster. Because they're all fear-based. And we know that fear is a big fat liar. So recognize that fear is there and it's an emotion and emotions are okay to feel. But that we don't need to go down that what if path, right? We don't not need to give that fear more power by going down that what if path because that could turn really negative really quickly. And what that does is it puts fear in the driver's seat, which is not where we want fear. So hopefully this will give you a good idea with wherever you're feeling, wherever you're at. Hopefully this will give you a good idea of how to manage this week. And congratulations to all of us because we have all made it a year and that is way more than okay-ish. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.